Happy Monday, everybody, and my name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite, tell a friend, and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was, of course, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Games coming out this week include Munchkin Quacked Quest, Grip Combat Racing Airblades vs. Rollers Ultimate Edition, Age of Wonders Planetfall Revelations, We Happy Few We All Fall Down, Tit Few Mega Party, Farmer's Dynasty, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts, Lost Ember, Sid Meier's Civilization VI, and Green The Life Algorithm. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one is a long one, but a blowout on everything announced at Microsoft's Xbox XO19's Inside Xbox conference. This is from IGN's Jonathan Dornbush. Microsoft held a packed Inside Xbox conference at XO19 featuring new first-party game reveals, teaser trailers for several other games, and plenty of other developer discussions. Although this is all being folded into new story one, I will count off numbers to keep track of all the announcements within this story. Number one, Rare announces its new game Everwild. The Sea of Thieves developer confirmed a brand new game during XO19 called Everwild. Not much is known about the new franchise from Rare outside of its mysterious reveal trailer. Number two, The Outer Worlds developers Obsidian announced Grounded. Obsidian, a formerly third-party but now first-party Microsoft studio, announced its first game under the Xbox brand Grounded. Three, Bleeding Edge release date. Hellblade developers Ninja Theory have previously showcased their first game as an Xbox-owned first-party studio, Bleeding Edge, back at E3 2019, and now we know when Bleeding Edge is set to be released. Microsoft confirmed Bleeding Edge will come to Xbox One on March 24th, 2020. Additionally, there will be a closed beta on February 14th, 2020, for those who pre-order Bleeding Edge. Four, Age of Empires announcements. Age of Empires got the spotlight during XO19's Inside Xbox show with several announcements and trailers. Most immediately, Edge of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is available today and will be free on Xbox Game Pass for those who subscribe to the service. Additionally, Age of Empires 4 had a new trailer to show off its gameplay, while Microsoft confirmed a new studio, World's Edge, is dedicated to the future of the Age of Empires franchise. Number 5. Life is Strange Dev's new game is Tell Me Why Don't Nod, the developers of the Life is Strange series, announced an exclusive new game for Xbox, Tell Me Why. The narrative adventure will see its multiple chapters released in summer 2020. Number 6. Sea of Thieves new content confirmed. Sea of Thieves free November update is set to come on November 20th and it will be called the Seabound Soul. This update includes a new lore-focused tall tale quest as players look to uncover the secrets of the Ashen Dragon. Firebombs are also being introduced with this update. 6. Halo the Master Chief Collection gets a PC release date and reach. Halo the Master Chief Collection will be available on PC for an upfront cost of $39.99, which will include Halo Reach. The entry in the series is being added to the collection on December 3rd across all platforms. 8. Xbox Game Pass Future Games Confirmed Microsoft detailed over 50 games coming to Xbox Game Pass over the coming months, including a few of the major titles being added today. Rage 2, Age of Empires 2, and several more games are launching today, while Darksiders 3 and The Witcher 3 will be included in the library before the end of the year. Microsoft also teased games coming in 2020, including Carrion, several Final Fantasy games, Streets of Rage 4, and much more. 9. xCloud Updates The Microsoft xCloud Preview Program is getting a big update with more than 50 games being added to the streaming service, including Madden NFL 20, Devil May Cry 5, and Tekken 7. Additionally, in another sign of console makers crossing the streams, xCloud will now support DualShock 4 PlayStation controllers. Number 10. Flight Simulator New Planes Confirmed 
Microsoft highlighted its upcoming flight simulator revival with a new trailer. The trailer confirmed the first wave of aircraft manufacturing partners included in the game. 11. Yakuza Games Coming to Xbox For the first time, the Yakuza series will be available on Xbox consoles. Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 will all be available on Xbox Game Pass in 2020. 12. Minecraft Dungeons Minecraft Dungeons is now set for a launch of April 2020, though no precise release date was confirmed during XO19. 13. Kingdom Hearts Collections Kingdom Hearts is coming to Xbox in a major way next year. Square Enix has confirmed that Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 plus Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue are all making the jump to Xbox One in 2020. 14. Wasteland 3 Wasteland 3 is slated for a May 19, 2020 release. I got a new gameplay trailer. And 15. More Inside Xbox Trailers Publisher Raw Fury showcased West of Dead starring Ron Perlman in a new trailer. Kart Rider Drift was announced as an Xbox title bringing the popular kart racer to consoles worldwide. The new game Drake Hollow was also announced during the XO19 showcase. Annapurna's interactive The Artful Escape got a new reveal trailer during XO19 alongside where the game is scheduled for a 2020 release. Planet Coaster's console edition got a fun new trailer. And The Last Stop being published by Annapurna Interactive and developed by Variable State also debuted with a new trailer at Inside Xbox. I thought what XO19, Microsoft, and Xbox had a very strong showing. Specifically starting with the comment from Matt Booty, where he explained that they're not so much as looking for new studios to acquire, but are now focused on the execution of all their new Xbox Game Studios first party titles. Highlighting that a lot of the first party studios have two teams in development on two different games at the same time. We saw this with the two new game announcements. Rare announcing another game Everwild alongside Sea of Thieves, and Obsidian announcing another game alongside the Outer Worlds and Grounded. I can't wait to see what all the other first party studios are working on. The biggest announcement and surprise for me was Don't Nod's announcement of a new exclusive game for Xbox and Tell Me Why. They are the studio that brought Life is Strange and a series in which I absolutely love. I am very excited to finally play Halo Reach in 4K, but I am disappointed at the show and that we did not get any iOS support for Microsoft xCloud because I really just want to get my hands on it. Overall, I thought this was a great swan song for the Xbox One, as any next future conference will be all focused on Project Scarlet and likely its own event early next year or E3 2020. The future is so bright. And now onto what I'll call the number two news story of the week. Xbox Scarlet won't be out of position on power or price, says Xbox boss. Steve Watts at GameSpot writes, Microsoft and Sony are both gearing up to introduce their next generation of consoles, and so far both companies are broadly explaining their visions for the next gen of hardware. For Microsoft, that means committing to not repeating the mistakes of the Xbox One launch. Cool, I would say a learning from the Xbox One generation is we will not be out of position on power or price. Xbox head Phil Spencer told The Verge. If you remember the beginning of this generation, we were $100 more expensive, and yes, we were less powerful. And we started Project Scarlet with this leadership team in place with the goal of having market success. Spencer went on to say that the company had discussions about whether to do another console generation years ago, and added that he personally thinks there will be more generations after that. Because of that calculus, he said we're all in on Project Scarlet, and I want to compete. And I want to compete in the right ways, which is we're focused on cross-play and backwards compatibility. That's a good quote to see from our lord and savior Phil Spencer, saying that they want to compete, that they are going to position themselves to have the correct power and price, as stated in the article, Xbox One launched at $100 more Thank You Connect, and all the headlines consumed at launch were about how the Xbox One version of games could only achieve 720 or 900p, while PlayStation 4 was achieving 1080p. Number 3, Phil Spencer promises that Final Fantasy XIV is coming to the Xbox in the future. 
scan cork at your achievements rights. The inside Xbox stream at XO19 had a little bit of good news for Final Fantasy fans, namely that a whole bunch of the series' back catalog would be coming to Xbox Game Pass for console and PC. However, none of these were new games to the Xbox family, and there has been a notable omission to all the Final Fantasy love coming Xbox's way in the last year. Where is Final Fantasy XIV? Phil Spencer says he's working on it. As reported by Eurogamer, Spencer mentioned the glaring gap in the Final Fantasy canon to press before XO19 began. Spencer claims that he is dedicated to bringing the game across working directly with Nikita Yoshida. Rest assured that we will be bringing that game to Xbox. Spencer spoke about his great relationship with Yoshida-san and suggested that the main obstacle is working out, quote, what it means to bring over a cross-platform MMO that has been running for years. Final Fantasy XIV is far from new, releasing back in 2010, catastrophically before reappearing in 2013 in a rejuvenated form on PC and PlayStation 3. PlayStation 4 got it in 2014 and in the years since, it has grown to become one of the most popular MMOs on the market. Naturally, Xbox fans are feeling a little left out, but according to Spencer, it's not a matter of if, but when. I myself can say that I've never played and beaten a Final Fantasy game, besides Final Fantasy Tactics on the Game Boy Advance, the better and ultimate version of the Tactics franchise. All jokes aside, seeing all the games coming to Xbox and Xbox Game Pass from the Final Fantasy franchise has got me excited to try them out myself. Number 4, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Update adds changes to the Piccadilly map. Jordan Serrani at IGN writes, A new update for Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been released, bringing with it changes to spawns on Piccadilly, more accurate footstep sounds, and adjustments to four weapons. As detailed by Infinity Ward on Reddit, these unspecified adjustments to Piccadilly spawns will be applied to Team Deathmatch and Domination. Additionally, Domination's B-flag on the map has been moved, quote, near the buses instead of the center fountain. Footstep noise while crouched or aiming down sights has been corrected as well, Two fan-favorite weapons have once again been nerfed, the M4A1 Assault Rifle, increased hip spread, decreased headshot damage, and 725 shotgun, reduced range. Both weapons were previously nerfed in the 1.07 update. DBR-14 Marksman Rifle and Fall Assault Rifle, meanwhile, were buffed with increased ADS speed and reduced recoil for the latter. Beyond that, the update fixes the sync issue with challenges and adds back-end fixes to prevent crashes and improves stability across all modes and platforms. I love the 2v2 multiplayer mode, but my heart and love for Call of Duty Warfare lies within the campaign. Please, if you have not tried it or played it, get in there. It is amazing. And number 5, Bethesda forms new studio made with former Prey developers. Joseph Noop at IGN writes, Bethesda Softworks has opened a new studio dubbed Roundhouse Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. This new studio isn't a brand new collection of developers, however. The team is comprised of the members of the original 2006 Prey developer, Human Head Games, which recently closed its doors while arranging for the new deal with Bethesda. Quote, sadly we had to wind down the business of Human Head Studios and close its doors, which was particularly devastating due to the passion and creativity of the team we'd assembled. Roundhouse Studios creative director Chris Reinhardt said in a press release, Quote, we reached out to our friends at Bethesda for help, and they saw that some creativity and passion in our team. With the formation of Roundhouse Studios, Bethesda offered every employee of Human Head a position at the new company. We are excited our team will remain together, pursuing the work we love as part of a company we already know and admire. In a separate post, Human Head Games community manager Catherine Stoll shared that the reason for Human Head Games was due to economic realities. Stoll confirmed in the post that every current member of Human Head Games has been offered a new role with Bethesda. Human Head Games operated for 22 years, creating the original Prey, The Quiet Man, Rune 2, and others. They also provided development support on Bioshock Infinite, Just Cause 3, Batman Arkham Origins, World of Tanks, and others. Bethesda has said that Roundhouse Studios will be working on, quote, unannounced projects at Bethesda. Roundhouse isn't the only studio Bethesda has taken on in some fashion recently. 
Bethesda also announced it had acquired mobile game developer Alpha Dogs last month, according to GameIndustry.biz. Cool to see that Bethesda swooped in to save a bunch of jobs for those poor developers and members of the company, and it'll be cool to see what they can work on maybe in the Bethesda portfolio of franchises, but I guess only time will tell. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this is another one on the controller. Shout out to Gaming Unlimited UK for the fun fact. Controlling money. The new Xbox One controller had costed $100 million to develop. Isn't that crazy when you think about how many times you've used that controller, how many times you've clicked that button, that all the developmental cost that went into that piece of hardware was $100 million. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've been tinkering away at The Outer Worlds, and I don't have much more to report on as I'm actually recording the show early on a Thursday night, because I have a big weekend of plans set up, and of course, Jedi Fallen Order comes out tomorrow, and that is going to take my full attention. I will report back next weekend. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week, and keep on gaming.